Today we are going to talk about VR, AR and MR. We're about to dive headfirst into realms that blur the lines between the digital and the real. Joining us is a navigator of new worlds, a mixed realities enthusiast and a tech-savvy knowledge-sharing YouTuber. We're thrilled to introduce a man who sees beyond the confines of our physical world and is known in the virtual space as the VR coach, Liam Shaw. You've got to check out his awesome tutorials on YouTube. Search for The VR Coach. You won't regret it. All right, enough from me. Without any further ado, over to you, Liam. How are things and how did you get into VR? That's quite the intro. I'm doing great thanks and I'm really happy to be here. So I first got my VR headset back in 2018 and I ended up enjoying it so much that I decided to make my own website. It was just to review my favorite games or any headset that I could get my hands on. But one of the first things I noticed was just how tiring it was and I, I couldn't believe that playing video games, which I definitely spend way too much time doing, could also be a decent workout. So since then I've continued with the website and last year I got into making video content for YouTube and just yesterday I hit my thousand subscribers and joined the YouTube partner program. Oh sweet, reaching 1000 subscribers is a significant milestone, hats off to you, give me a sec, alright done. I can now proudly claim the spot as subscriber 1001. With that, let's kick things off. In your own words, if you had to explain VR to my tech-averse grandma in one sentence, what would you say? Well okay, that's a, that's a tough one. I would say it's a 3D world but instead of using your mouse and keyboard, your whole body becomes the controller. But if your grandma wanted to dive a little bit deeper, then VR is more than just strapping an electronic device to your eyeballs, but instead entering a 3D immersive digital environment that is distinct from the physical world. So anyone that's seen Ready Player One will have a pretty good idea of how that looks. And a prime example of a VR headset is the PlayStation VR 2, which is designed for the PS5. In the gaming world, we have experiences like Beat Saber, which is the very famous lightsaber game. And for more practical uses, we have things like learning a language in Nowntown, or in the enterprise space, companies like Uptel, which deliver safety and training onboarding experiences to field workers. This helps them become familiar with dangerous equipment before they head out on site. It's really fascinating how immersive and boundless VR experiences can be. Now let's pivot a bit. What does AR really mean, and how different is it from virtual reality? While Pokemon Go might be most people's first rendezvous with AR, well, it was for me anyway, it is more than catching virtual Pikachus in the park. AR involves overlaying digital information, which could be images, data, or animations, onto the real world through devices like smartphones or AR glasses. So the main difference between AR and VR is that in VR you are fully immersed in a virtual world, whereas with AR you're very much in the real world, but you have some digital overlays to enhance it. AR is already sneaking onto our life, and here you can place furniture with the IQ app into your room before you buy it and in the education space this has massive opportunities imagine learning about the solar system with having planets hovering around you or you could practice complex machinery repairs with step-by-step -step holographic constructions sounds amazing and so what is mr what does that stand for Mixed reality is kind of where VR and AR collide. While AR overlays digital information onto your real-world view, MR goes that step further. So AR might just show you a cartoon man in your living room, but MR lets you beat the living crap out of him in Thriller the Fight. So Quest 3 is probably the best example of this, at least for now, and it uses advanced sensors like the depth sensors, cameras, and computing power to understand and interact with the environment around you. So to recap about the different realities, which is called extended reality or XR, you can think about it as a spectrum. On one side of the spectrum, we have VR, where you're full 
fully immersed. Halfway along, we have mixed reality where the virtual world and real world collide. And then at the other end of the spectrum, we have AR, which we now know is mostly the real world with digital information as an overlay. Sky seems to no longer be the limit. Let's also talk about AR and VR in education, since you are not only an expert, but also a YouTuber. How do these technologies make learning more engaging for the TikTok generation? Well, I think in general, the average attention span has gone down with the rise of short form medium. And I'm also including myself in this. VR kind of does some really cool things to your brain. So for one, it absolutely breaks your time perception, which means that, you know, if you're doing tasks like a VR workout or trying to learn a language, you end up spending much more time in virtual reality because you're having so much more fun. And by doing it in a more immersive setting than just, you know, reading off a textbook, I think it really does help with memory recall. I actually tested this myself by conducting an experiment when I could only study Chinese for 30 days in a virtual reality app called Nowntown. So basically you're in this immersive world and all of the color has completely disappeared. So it's your job to go and pick up various objects or NPCs, learn the word in Chinese, say it in VR, and then slowly the world returns to color. And they have this really cool mini game called Learning Rush, where someone will come to the counter and ask for a sandwich and you have to spit around and find a sandwich in VR and then place it on the plate in front of them. At the end of the 30 days, I set my HSK level one and I ended up passing. And while I probably Probably could have done this in real life just studying the traditional way this was just way more fun wow congratulations on conquering the hsk that's no small feat now as we explore deeper into the real world applications of these technologies it becomes increasingly clear how extraordinary they are and so from your perspective what's the coolest application of vr or ar that most people haven't heard of yet I think one that's really cool is an app called Piano Vision on the Quest 3. This app lets you plug your headset into the keyboard using a MIDI cable. And essentially what you can do is you can upload any song that you want. And when you look down at your keyboard using the mixed reality, it will overlay which note you should press and when. And so it kind of gamifies the experience of learning the piano. Well, listening to you talk about the piano app has truly rekindled my desire to reconnect with an instrument I've neglected for far too long. It's astonishing how technology can reignite such deep-seated passions. Anyway, before I get too carried away with dreams of my concert debut, I'm left with one pressing question. With the advent of new headsets on the horizon, should we brace ourselves for a significant shift in how we behave and engage with the world? I think we might have to. I would say the new high-end enterprise devices like the Apple Vision Pro or the new Sony device or even the new Google and Samsung headset coming up is going to lead the way in terms of specs and getting these components so that they're small enough for consumers to use and wear on an ongoing basis. I think if you hop into an MRT station right now in Singapore and you look around the carriage, about 90% of the people will be looking down at their phone. And so once AR or smart glasses can fulfill the same purpose as our phone, I think that will be a great way to undo some of the posture damages that looking down at our phone has done. Maintaining a good posture is essential indeed, that's a good reminder. It not only reflects confidence, but also plays a crucial role in our overall health and well-being. Well, this being said, that's all we had for today. But after hearing about all these groundbreaking technologies and their impact, I doubt this is going to be our last episode on this topic with Liam. Stay tuned. I hope you had a good time learning with us today, and thanks for listening.